Think way back to the beginning, to the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve sinned and ate of the forbidden fruit. God gave them a promise. He said that one day there would be an offspring of Eve who would come and crush the head of the serpent once and for all. So all along in the Bible, we've been waiting for this offspring. Is this the one? Is this the one? Perhaps he is the one. It's no wonder then that in the story of Ruth, the high point isn't like our modern fairy tales where there's a wedding and then they lived happily ever after. No, the high point is a child. They have a child and then they live happily ever after. I'm so glad that you've joined me today on Audacious Arrows, where we're becoming recklessly bold men and women of faith through the power of God's word. Today we'll finish up the story of Ruth and Boaz and Naomi. If you remember from last time, Ruth had gone to the threshing floor and said to Boaz, spread your wings over me for you are a redeemer. And she was basically saying to Boaz, marry me. You're the one who, you're my relative. You can provide for me. You can take care of me. And Boaz replied to her that though he wanted to, there was a redeemer, a relative who was closer. He was the first in line. So in our reading today, Boaz is going to go to the city gate. This was where official things happened. And he's going to meet with that relative who's called the Redeemer in this passage and talk to him and basically say, are you, are you going to take the land and Ruth and fulfill your role as the Redeemer? Let me know because I'm the next in line after you. Here's a little spoiler alert. They do get married, but we don't hear very much about the wedding. You'll have to just use your imagination there. But Ruth and Boaz do get married, and they have a son. He is named Obed. And the end of the story all centers around this child, who is sitting on his grandma Naomi's lap. This, this is significant for Ruth, but it's also significant for Naomi. The name of her husband will live on through Obed. The name of Ruth's husband will live on through Obed. There is provision for both of these women because of Boaz and because of this child. So in the end of the story, Naomi is no longer Mara. She no longer wants to be called bitter, but she is returning to her original name, Naomi, which means pleasant and sweet. She has joy, she has hope, and she has a future. All right, let's dive in. We're reading Ruth chapter 4 today, so find that in your Bible. If you don't have your Bible with you, make sure you open it up later and read it for yourself. Ruth chapter 4, here we go. Now Boaz had gone up to the gate and sat down there, and behold, the Redeemer, of whom Boaz had spoken, came by. So Boaz said, Turn aside, friend, sit down here. And he turned aside and sat down. And he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, Sit down here. So they sat down. Then he said to the Redeemer, Naomi, who has come back from the country of Moab, is selling the parcel of land that belonged to our relative Elimelech. So I thought I would tell you of it and say, Buy it in the presence of those sitting here and in the presence of the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, redeem it. But if you will not, tell me that I may know, for there is no one besides you to redeem it, and I come after you. And he said, I will redeem it. Then Boaz said, The day you buy the field from the hand of Naomi, 
you also acquire Ruth, the Moabite, the widow of the dead, in order to perpetuate the name of the dead in his inheritance. Then the Redeemer said, I cannot redeem it for myself, lest I impair my own inheritance. Take the right of redemption yourself, for I cannot redeem it. Now this was the custom in former times in Israel concerning redeeming and exchanging. To confirm a transaction, the one drew off his sandal and gave it to the other, and this was the manner of attesting in Israel. So when the Redeemer said to Boaz, Buy it for yourself, he drew off his sandal. Then Boaz said to the elders and all the people, You are witnesses this day that I have bought from the hand of Naomi all that belonged to Elimelech and all that belonged to Chilion and Malon, also Ruth the Moabite, the widow of Malon, I have bought to be my wife, to perpetuate the name of the dead in his inheritance, that the name of the dead may not be cut off from among his brothers and from the gate of his native place. You are witnesses this day. Then all the people who were at the gate and the elders said, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your house like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the house of Israel. May you act worthily in Ephrathah, and be renowned in Bethlehem. And may your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah, because of the offspring that the Lord will give you by this young woman. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. And he went into her, and the Lord gave her conception, and she bore a son. Then the women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a Redeemer. And may his name be renowned in Israel, he shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is more to you than seven sons, has given birth to him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her lap and became his nurse. And the women of the neighborhood gave him a name, saying, A son has been born to Naomi. They named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. Now these are the generations of Perez. Perez fathered Hezron, Hezron fathered Ram, Ram fathered Aminadab, Aminadab fathered Nashon, Nashon fathered Salmon, Salmon fathered Boaz, Boaz fathered Obed, Obed fathered Jesse, and Jesse fathered David. So in ending this beautiful love story, we could ask, well, what does this mean for us? It's in God's word. What does God want to teach us through this? And I think there's a lot of layers there. There's a lot of different things that God can teach us through this story. We can look at the strong character of Ruth and Boaz, the way Boaz dealt with things right away, the way that Ruth was faithful to Naomi, and we can model our lives after them. We can also look at the storyline of Naomi, who came back, changed her name to Mara. She was thinking that the Almighty had dealt her a, a harsh blow, right? But in the end of the story, we can see that God orchestrated things and they worked out okay for Naomi, better than okay. She has joy. She has um, a son. She has Ruth, who the women of the town say is worth more than seven sons. Naomi is not called Mara anymore at the end of the story. And though God isn't mentioned a lot in this story, his hand is involved in all of the details. Ruth didn't just so happen to go to Boaz's field. It was orchestrated by the hand of the Almighty. 
But I think one of the most important takeaways is centered around this child that they have, Obed. Obed is the grandfather of King David. Ruth, a Moabite from a pagan land, becomes the great-grandmother of the greatest king in Israel's history. And more importantly, she becomes an ancestor of Jesus Christ, right? Jesus comes from the line of David. So that makes Ruth an ancestor of Jesus Christ. The ultimate offspring of Eve comes through this line from Boaz and Ruth. So even though it's a story about Boaz redeeming Ruth, if you look further down the story into the future, you see that the descendant of Ruth redeems us all. Our memory verse this week is in Isaiah chapter 46, verses 3 and 4. And these verses were true for Naomi and Ruth. They were true for the nation of Israel, and they are true for us today. It says, Listen to me, O house of Jacob, all the remnant of the house of Israel, who have been born by me from before your birth, carried from the womb. Even to your old age, I am he. To gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear, I will carry and will save. What precious promises from the Lord in Isaiah chapter 46 verses 3 and 4. I'm so glad that you joined me today in studying and reading the book of Ruth. We'll see you next time.